Okay. Isaiah 42. We're going to back up a little bit. Start in verse 23. And uh, who among you will give ear to this? Who will heed and listen hereafter? Who gave Jacob up for spoil and Israel for plunders? Was it I, not I, the Lord? Excuse me. Was it not the Lord against whom we have sinned and whose ways they were not willing to walk? And those laws they did not obey. So He poured out on Him the heat of His anger and the fierceness of His battle and set Him aflame all around. Yet He didn't not, he did not recognize it. And it burned him, but he paid no attention. It was Jacob, their Israel, and the Lord <laughs> wanted to discipline all his ways, but he said, they paid no attention. When we walk into chapter 43, first two words we have there, but now, but now says the Lord, your Creator, O Jacob, and He who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. <clears throat> At the Last Supper, the Lord was giving instructions to the people at the Last Supper. And when he passed the cup, he says, this is a testament of the new covenant that I leave with you. And he said, I won't drink again of this until I see you in my Father's kingdom. But this is of the new covenant. We that are saved, are redeemed Israel. So what he says to Israel, we can apply it to us today. The new covenant, Hebrews tells us, you know, oh, I need to say something right quick. You know, this little piece of paper that I passed out, um, <laughs> We're going back to the New Testament next, well, when we get through with Isaiah, but if you have a preference of one of these books you'd like to study, circle it. Give it to me sometime. It doesn't have to be today. Send an email to Belton. I just want an idea of where you would like to go. So, anyway, <clears throat> he says, He formed you. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. You know, as we go through this life as God's children, Christians should be the most positive people around. They should be the very best employees that a company can hire. 
They don't need to whine, gripe, or complain. And you know what that's directly proportional to? Is the time you spend in this book. When you, when you understand that God is who He says He is, and He loves you more than you love your own self, it'll put a different kick in your step. And it ought to make a difference. But we get so tied up with the small stuff, the little stuff, that we forget the main thing. God teaches us in this book. Duff <clears throat> and I have been reading our Bible together for the last two years every morning. It takes us about 20 or 30 minutes. That's this Bible plan we're reading. We were counseling some young couple about their marriage and we said, spend some time together in, your, in, in the Word. You've got to plan on it. You've got to make it happen. With everything that's going on, somebody is buying for your business. And your time. <clears throat> Who's retired? Who's working harder now than they ever did? <laughs> you understand? You gotta make time for it. You need to go to bed earlier so you can get up earlier or, or do whatever you need to do so you can do it. And we need to be positive in what he says. Now look at the next few verses that Isaiah has here. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. <coughs> and through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. For I am the Lord your God. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overflow you. And you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched. Nor will the flame burn you. That's what that bookmark says that I put upon it. Put it wherever you can remember it. On the refrigerator, on your breakfast table, on in your Bible, wherever. You need to remember what the Lord said through Isaiah. That because we are His, He will never, ever leave us. Never, ever leave us. Well, you know me. That brings up a song. <laughs> you have it in front of you there. Listen real carefully to through.
Isaiah didn't say that we wouldn't go through the water or that we wouldn't go through the flood or we wouldn't go through the fire but he did say he would be with us when we go through it. Our story is not unique. Mind about this. We could go to every chair in here and and, and you could have a testimony of where the Lord had brought you through. Sometimes
sometimes it takes a while. I've told you a little bit about my financial problems and that the Lord brought us to South Carolina. He brought us to a beautiful part of the country. And it took me 12 years to pay off two banks. But God was faithful. In 2011, Delta and I just got back from our 50th anniversary trip. We went to the Amish country and spent 10 days up there and had a ball. We just got back. She got a phone call from East Texas that her sister, her last sister, was not doing well. Just a few days later, we put her on a plane. She flew to Texas. And B passed away within just a few days of that. Uh, that was the fourth sister that she lost. And, and that was tough enough. But we made it through it. In December of that year, she would have a blood pressure problem. She and Art wound up in the emergency room with her blood pressure out the roof. Sent her to a cardiologist. Upped her blood pressure medicine. That was good. But in the process, he says, let's do a scan. And I found an enlarged lymph node in the end of December 2011. Then she was diagnosed with follicular lymphoma in January of 2012. And we've been through the cancer battle. Like Pat has. Like Jack has. Like Pat Johnson has. Who else has fought that? G.W. Paul. And the journey's not all over. You know. But he sings through every step of the way. He sings through. What I do with my glasses? <clears throat> Looks like I'd get a pair I could see. <laughs> when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. For I am the Lord your God. Verse 4. Since you are precious in my sight, since you are honored, and I love you. That's the God of heaven saying, I love you. Three of the most beautiful words that we could ever say to one another. I love you. And God's saying it to us. I love you. Look at verse 5. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bring your offspring from the east and gather you from the red west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar, 
my daughters from the ends of the earth. Verse 7. Everyone who is called by my name and whom I have created for my glory, whom I have formed, even whom I have made. Psalms tells us that we're here by design. We were not an accident. We might have been a surprise to our parents, but we were not an accident. And he says, I know your beginning, and I know your end, and I know everything he's got for you. And I love you. That ought to make a difference in the way we live. It ought to make a difference in the way we react with one another. <coughs> I said, you know, you don't sweat the small stuff. I don't have Facebook, but I look at Belters. And you talk about some small stuff. You're talking about some junk. And it's amazing to me, you know, we've said this before. One post will be bragging on the Lord, and the next post will be very risque, to put it, put it mildly. That's for the world to see. I mean, it's out there. I used to up this morning. I said, how many friends have you got on Facebook? She said, over oh, 750. <laughs> so 750 people are saying the same garbage I'm saying. But how will we know about your raccoons? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's another story. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> we just need to be kind and sweet loving in everything we do and honor the Lord in everything we do. And we do that by being obedient. Obedient to what He says. And we need to take some of these promises and take them to heart. He, he says in verse, verse 5, do not fear. How many times have I said to you, Two of the devil's biggest trump cards is fear and guilt. He comes back and says, you can't do that. And then he says, look what you've done. And Wednesday night we looked at Psalms 103 and it says, I've removed your transgressions as far as the east is from the west. Infinite. Infinite. We've talked about going to bed at night and to have a good night's sleep. Lord, thank you for the day. Bring to mind the things that I've done this day that are not pleasing to you. And if you pray that prayer, I promise you the Lord will bring it to your mind. 
And when He brings it to your mind, you confess it. Ask God to forgive you of it. And He says, it's over. I've done it. It's as far as the east is from the west. But the devil comes back and he says, you know what you did? You know what you did? And he puts this fear in us. God said he would be through. He would be with us when we go through these battles. Fred's fighting an infection for how many years? Two years. He's in the middle of it. He's not through it. But he keeps trusting. He keeps doing what he knows to do. And we all have got these particular battles. Jason and Judy. You know. How many years? For the babies? Yeah. About seven. Seven years. They've been wanting a child. Hadn't happened. It's in the Lord's hands. We might not get the answer we want to get. But through it all, through it all, He says, You are honored and I love you. I love you. Okay. Verse 10. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord. And my servant whom I have chosen, so that you may know and believe me and understand that I am He. Before me there was no God formed, and there will be none after me. Even I am the Lord, and there is no Savior besides me. No Savior besides me. We come by, what is that, Hubble? Hubble? Jehovah's Witness. Cars peel off in front of us as we come in here. And it, it, it breaks your heart that in ignorance they're believing a lie. The God of heaven, it's simple. I created the world, I formed it, I formed you, and I made provision for your salvation from Genesis 1-1 to the end of Revelation. It's all about redeeming mankind. All about redeeming. Nothing I've done, nothing I could do, Jesus shed blood in His righteousness. They have made what I am. I can't boast about anything. But I thank God for giving us this book. For a long time ago, moving in Isaiah's heart, he said, right. He did. He did. Look at verse 18. Do not call to mind the former things or ponder things of the past. Behold, I will do something new. <laughs> Dr. Huff kind of 
everything, you know, well, this is the way we used to do it then. <laughs> or the past. And I'm reminded, God's going to be with us. The past was great. We need to remember those things when going back to Joshua. You know, as soon as they crossed Jordan, they are going to Jericho. Joshua told them, go get 12 stones and put up here as a monument so that your children and your children's children will know where we are and what we've done. Look at verse 25. Even I, even I, am the one who wipes out your transgressions for my own sake. I will not remember your sins. Go back to verse 2. You don't remember anything else today. Remember verse 2 in first part of verse 3. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers they will not overflow you. And when you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. For I am the Lord your God. Skip down to verse 4. Since you are precious in my sight, since you are honored, and I love you. I love you. Well, you won't remember anything I've said, and that's okay. <laughs> Very okay. Let's play this song again. When I saw what Through the 
have a great day. You're dismissed. <laughs>